Welcome to episode 249 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am Cliff. I've been gone for a while. Colby's here. Dylan's here. They've also been gone for a while. Say hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you, Dylan. You're so obedient. I love it. So uh, I listen. You you listen. I appreciate it. So if you listen to episode 248, like, I'm sorry. That was not good. Like, everything that could have gone wrong actually went wrong. We should have, like, shirts made. (laughs) I survived all of... Episode two forty eight. All I was, got was this crappy T shirt. It was it was rough. And then we're like, well, that's the episode we're going to end on. And then we're not going to record another episode for like two weeks because Cliff's driving to Florida. In case you're wondering, driving from Seattle to Florida takes so long. So it's got to be the longest drive you can make in the states, right? It's real close. Um, I know the longest flight you can take in the United States is. Um, Seattle to Miami, and the second mm-hmm. longest is is Seattle to Orlando. So I mean, okay. it's it, between two destinations. Yeah, it's it's about. I mean, I guess I could drive down to like Key West, but right, I you mean, could go point to point. But <laughs> it's about the longest drive you can take, and it, it we did it in five days. And the first two days were super easy because we just got to Utah. And then it was That's like, normal. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then it was a 14-hour day and a 16-hour day and a 12-hour day. And we hit, like, torrential rain in, like, the Midwest. Like, just that you can see, like, 100 feet in front of you. You know, semis, of course, driving, like, 100 miles an hour. It was crazy. But we made it. Um, everyone's alive. And uh, I'm in my new place now. Um, I am currently using a... Um, popcorn air popper as a microphone stand because i have not found my microphone stand yet but i think it works all right it sounds okay guys right see if you can tell when you listen yeah well and what i mean i'm assuming like <laughs> he halfway, starts making popcorn yeah like halfway through the episode i'm gonna throw a bunch of popcorn in here and we're gonna see what happens um you know it'll work out so i don't know hopefully next week like i'll have all my stuff uh, maybe you won't notice who knows it could be fine but anyway we are going to talk about some video games. I've not played any video games because there's like a hundred boxes behind me, and somewhere in those hundred boxes there are three Xboxes. I do not know where any of them are. See, I figured those would have been the only three boxes that you labeled. Well, the funny thing, well, I mean, okay, so in reality, all of my boxes are labeled, and I do have like note cards that tell me which things contain which Xboxes. I just haven't had a chance to go through them yet. So maybe is... maybe tonight. Um, we'll see. But like I, said, I still I have packed stuff that I moved like three miles, and oh, yeah. I don't even know where it is because I put it in a box, and apparently it's the one box I still never opened. <laughs> I don't even know where it is at this point. So we keep opening maybe boxes. Maybe I should have had the note card system. The note card system is is like the most important thing you can do if you're moving cross country because you want to make sure that you get all your boxes and that you know what's missing if something goes missing. So, um, but yeah, no, I. Uh, we keep opening things. We're like, why did we bring this with? Why did we think that this was the important thing to put in a box and drive like, I don't know, 60 hours between two places? But whatever. I we went into the, the kitchen the other day. I'm like, dude, we, we took a can of refried beans. Like, we packed that in the box and brought it. But That's strange. Yeah, I mean, well, at some point in time, like, you just have to, like, fish or cut bait. Like, it's like, do we throw this stuff away or <laughs> do we keep it or, you know. There's I, still I room in the truck. Let's <laughs> throw in the beans. <laughs> Unfortunately, and, like, this makes me sound like a, a person. I mean, this makes me sound like a particular kind of person. But we're loading our truck. We're loading our truck. And the uh, the two, we hired two guys to help us because I didn't want to lift furniture. 
And I'm like, when should we put the treadmill and the elliptical machine in there? They're like, leave it to the very, very end because they're weird shapes. You can't stack anything on top of them. And, you know, you just have to deal with it. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we get to the very, very end. They're like, hey, we don't have room for either of those things. I'm like, well, okay. So what now? They're like, I don't, I don't know. This isn't my truck. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so great advice. Yeah. So we rented a U-Haul and had to take them to the landfill because you can't like, you can't donate them. No, like you know, like Value Village, um, like uh, really. Yeah. They they won't take they won't take exercise equipment. So we just threw them away. It was kind of a bummer, but what do you do? Um. Anyway, yeah, it's that's a cool. tough thing to figure out the very last. Like, oh. <laughs> we're like <laughs> gonna shut the door and leave, and oh, we got. I had to go rent a U-Haul a truck from U-Haul because yeah. I don't like you can't you can't stuff an elliptical machine in the back of a you know Hyundai Ionic. It just doesn't work. So, anyway, that's not what we're here. We're gonna talk about video games. I've played none. Dylan's played none. Colby has played enough video games to make up for all of us for the next three weeks. So that is oh, good yeah. news. Yeah, we're also going to talk about video games. We got a bunch of Switch news. They uh, some good news involving your Switch and Bluetooth. Um, some bad news involving your Switch and prices as compared to Europe. Um, Switch Online. This is like a, this is one of those maybe good news. We don't know yet, but Switch Switch Online or Nintendo Online or whatever they call that Nintendo Switch Online, whatever that is, that might be getting better. We'll talk about that. Um, if you're concerned about getting a new PS5 and whether you get one of the new ones with the fancy smaller heat sinks, or maybe you're concerned that you'll get one with the fancy smaller heat sinks, we'll talk about that. Nothing to worry about. Um, Marty, Marty, Marty O'Donnell, he's the guy that did a lot of the original work for uh, Destiny, and, and he was a bungee composer for a long time, did a lot of Halo stuff. Dude got just taken to court bad, and it was just such a dumb thing to do. We'll talk about that. Um, I kind of hope... Better or worse than uh, Gearbox guy? I don't. Does I'm it, not, I miss that. Randy Pitchford. What did he do? It involved a magician. Oh, uh, less interesting, <laughs> but probably gonna cost him more. Maybe uh, okay. I, it's hard to say. Uh, you know, and I kind of hope. You know, we haven't recorded an episode now for uh, almost three weeks. Like our last episode was like August. I don't know, twenty seventh ish, and it's it's like the sixteenth today. I'd really hope that the Blizzard debacle might have gotten better since then. It didn't. Uh, and finally, you're going to be able to stream Xbox games directly to your PC using a an app instead of having to do it via Chrome, which is good news. We talked about it a little bit already, but it's official now. We got questions that we were supposed to answer three <laughs> weeks ago that we answered once. We did answer them once. We did not record that, unfortunately. But so we're going to answer them again. But this time, Dylan's here, so he can add his, <laughs> uh, yeah, Dylan, his Dylanness to that, his Dylan essence. Typical sauce is not quite as like topical as it was three weeks ago. We're just going to pretend that it's in the past and it's going to yeah. be fine. Uh, and then we got so many cheap free games because we never talked about the games coming to PS Plus. We never talked about the games coming to PS Now. No, 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 we didn't. I don't think they'd been released at that point, have they? Oh, I think, uh, maybe. I can't remember. I can't, it was, it's it been was, a long time. It was the dark times. Man, man, look at that Game Pass list, though. It just keeps going and going and going and going. There are so many I games. I downloaded and I think beat some of these already. <laughs> big big list of Game Pass games. We've got a little bit of stuff from Epic. So anyway, big episode coming up. Um, it's a little weird here now because it's like 7 o'clock at night my time. I don't know about this time zone thing. So we're going to try and wrap this up before 10. We'll see how it goes. All right, here we go. 
Colby, talk about the video games <laughs> that you've been playing. Dylan and I will. I was going to say, I play Tetris. Like, you know, when you load a truck, you like, like have Tetris. to fit all the things in there. Um, I didn't do as well as I'd hoped, I'll be honest. <laughs> Colby, tell us about the, video uh, games. The elliptical shaped blo- block was it's very They're a beast, man. Fit. Yeah, they're just nowhere they fit. It's just rude. Well, he put it and then four uh, rows of boxes just disappeared and he's like, shit. No, no, no. It's, it's like you put it in <laughs> Where'd and... my boxes go? <laughs> no, it's, it's more like Puzzle Fighter. Like I put the elliptical in and like five other rows of boxes just fell on top of it. I'm like, what do I do with these now? I don't know. Cool. Okay, Talk about video what games. I have been playing. Uh, I have been playing Pokemon Go. Um, Welcome to what, like, like 2018? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good man. How so, is it? Do you want to hear the funny story of how Colby ended up accidentally buying a hundred dollars worth of tokens in Pokemon Go? Does this yes. make you look stupid? <sighs> no. Um, <laughs> I bet it, you was, it does. Go ahead, Colby. It was completely <laughs> so. So on Pokemon Go, you can buy tokens. Um, and I bought, like, probably 15 bucks, wor- you know, worth of them so I can get, like, Pokeballs. Um, mostly because, like, my kid was playing a lot on my phone. Um, and so I needed to buy, I think, I had, an, like, you know, just because it, like, rounds weird. I'm like, I just need a dollar's worth of, you know, coins uh, so yeah. that I can get more Pokeballs. So you have two rows of three. You know, you got like $1, $5, $10, $20, $50, So I press the $1. <laughs> and what I'm guessing happened is that, because I'm looking at the way that I, I'm holding my phone and, and like just replaying it. And I'm guessing what happened is that I, with my middle finger, because you're clicking with your like pointer, pointer <laughs> finger, I'm guessing with my middle finger, I also tapped the $100. So it pulls up the $1 screen for 99 cents and you have to double click the thing to, you know, do face recognition. So as I'm doing the double click to the face recognition, I see it pull up a hundred dollars. Like I've already like, there's no like, well, I can stop here. Like I, it's, you know, it's a double click. It is not, you know, something you can just like stop in the middle of. So I do that and I'm like, wait, 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 no, 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 what? No, 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 no. And yes, I bought a hundred dollars worth of Pokemon Gold. And the the, un, the the worst part about this is Colby now isn't allowed to eat for the next two weeks until he makes up for that hundred dollars. <laughs> We're going to be doing uh, a GoFundMe too. <laughs> there was some emergency take money from like different accounts and switch it over because Whoops. now I can you know I've I, I, like literally to buy a hundred Pokeballs is four hundred. Like coins, I had fourteen thousand six hundred coins. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're not gonna have to buy any more Pokeballs for a while, or nope. probably what'll happen is your kid will completely lose interest in Pokemon Go like tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it was fun, but I've been playing that. I don't understand that game at all. Um, I'm not quite sure how it works because it does not work like a normal Pokemon game at all. Um. And so, like, I'm just kind of baffled by it, and I have not quite figured it out, but I guess it's fun. I don't is know. It, is it, like, can you, like, do it while you're hiking? Like, when, you know... Is I that... could. I I do it at my work a ton, because my work is actually a Pokestop, and so, like, every <laughs> every five minutes, I can just load it up and spin it and get stuff for free. Um, so... That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, I've, I've been playing that. Uh, I beat Dead Space 2. 
um, which is, in my opinion, better than Dead Space 1. Really? Why, um, why do you think that? It took everything I did not like about Dead Space 1, and there wasn't a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, Dead Space 1 is a very, very good game. Um, it took everything I did not like about Dead Space 1 and got rid of it, and the things that they added made it better. Um, it just streamlined it. No, um, it's, it's the Mass Effect 2 of video games. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's 100% the Mass Effect 2 of, uh, of video games. Um, I, I absolutely loved it and got done with it, and I'm like... I wonder what I should play next. Couldn't really, you know, figure it out. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to play Dead Space 3. I'm just going to go straight into Dead Space 3. Um, and I love Dead Space 2 and now understand why there's not a Dead Space 4. <laughs> because Dead Space 3 is bad. Oh, really? Um, they took everything that was good about Dead Space 2 and were like, what if we didn't do that? Yeah. Um, they turned it from i mean i won't say they turned it from a a like horror game into an action game but they tried yeah um it feels way more like an action game than it does a horror game it plays way more like mass effect than it does a dead space game i um i think a lot of games kind of fall into that trap where if they if they're too samey people complain that they're too samey and so they try and innovate in weird ways. And like, man, I tell you, there are so many games that I wish they're just like, could you take that game and just make a new one of those with like a new story and new levels? Don't change anything. Don't change the systems. Like, or, you know, like maybe, maybe do, you know, the one to two where you made it better. But maybe, maybe that's when you stop. Like everyone yeah. likes to just, just stop. You I know? think that if, if three, I mean, it had just kept the same, because I played like halfway through it. I didn't beat it. Um, I think if it kept the same storyline and just kept the game mechanics, I'd be happy as, you know, clam. Like, yeah. it was it was that. It was just that, to me, it very much felt like a... I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see how 2 sold. Yeah. Um, because something told me it sold, like, kind of underwhelmingly. Yeah. And then the, you know, suits at EA went like... Well, you know, Mass Effect sells really well. What if we kind of, you know, did like they they did things like add co-op to it, um, which uh, Dead Space should not be co-op. Like, yeah. it just doesn't work as a co-op game, um, and made it feel it, it very much felt like they're like, well, Mass Effect was really popular. What if we add some of that stuff to it? Yeah, and that's not what makes Dead Space good. No, absolutely um, not. It, it was, they, like, completely changed how, like, the weapon upgrade system works to the point where the, when I eventually gave up is that I was, like, trying to, like, play around with it and figured it out and somehow screwed it up badly enough that I lost part of my gun and could not figure out how to fix it. And unfortunately, it was the trigger. It was, it was well, it was, it was literally, you know how your gun can go, like, vertical or horizontal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the thing that changed it so it could go vertical to horizontal. Oh, no. Um, so it could only be vertical, which is how I use it like 90% of the time. But like also in all of the Dead Space games, it was big. Like we well, have to shoot off limbs. Yeah. And I, I forgot about that. That was so cool. You still have to do that in three, but it did not work nearly as well as That's it so did weird. in the first two games. Like it was, you know, in the first two games, I could generally kill, like, the, you know, most of the smaller things with two shots. You'd hit them, yeah, like, yeah. once in the, you know, leg, then maybe once in the arm. Um, with this, it was, 
you would shoot them six or seven times. I mean, yeah, to, yeah. to to explain this, like in Master, or Dead Space 1 and 2, the most ammo I probably ever had on me was maybe 150 bullets. Sure. And in Dead Space 3, I was commonly carrying over 400. So, like, that shows you how much ammo you Yeah, that's needed. really different. It, it, was, it wasn't good. So I gave up on that. Um, I beat Grounded. Uh, nice. I, I guess you got to the <laughs> the current end of grounded. I, I I did as much in grounded as I could. Sure, and went Fair. that was really good. And yeah. then I was like, I guess I'm done. <laughs> um, when that game is finally released, I think it will be very good. Um, so I, I will probably go back and play it once it's released. So yeah. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how that works. Um, I played Omno, which is a Game Pass game. Um, I beat it. I remember it being good, but that was like three weeks ago, and I don't remember much about it. It was good. <laughs> it was good. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, I bought Kataria Fables, which is like a Zelda-ish like game, um, except you're a kitty cat. Oh um, yeah, that game looked cool. Is it? No. Oh. Um, it's okay. Um, it. Did you ever play Ocean Horn? No. Hmm, that's gonna. If you played Oceanhorn and went like, this isn't very good, you'll understand 100% what I say <laughs> when Katari Fables is kind of like Oceanhorn to me. Um, it's just, it's like one of those things that is very difficult to explain. It feels like a very small game. Yeah. Um, it feels like a lot of what they were trying to do with maybe combat doesn't quite feel right. Yeah. Um, it feels like certain things needed to be tested better uh, um like so there's you're always in areas um so like you go from one screen and it's an area to the next screen which sure. is an area um so that makes the game feel very small because there's not a ton of areas um like maybe maybe 30 sure that i that i could see um it might open up more later but i'm not sure yeah, um, yeah. i mean i put like 15 hours into it and that was about what i saw um and in one area, there was these guys that you had to kill. And there were these big, like, uh, like plant giants. And they could heal. Like, that was their, like, powers that they sure. could heal. So, like, they could heal each other. Um, or they could heal other, like, enemies in that area. And that's cool, except, like, that means that if you have, like, three of those, and you can't really kite them because the, the area is too small. Yeah. That if you have three of those, like, sometimes you're attacking one of them, and the other two are just healing that one. So you're doing 30 damage, and it's being healed for 28 damage. Oh, jeez. And so it would just be like a... And that's, like, if you're doing everything right, you know, you, like... You're hitting, getting everything, using your magic that, you know, and so sometimes you might miss swing or dodge wrong. And so you do 16 damage and he's healed for 28. Oh, man. Um, and it was just like that kind of thing where I, I, I'm playing that and going like, how did no one go like in in QA go like, I don't know, this just seems like maybe having this many guys that can heal each other that you're supposed to like. One of the missions is you literally need to kill like. 15 of those um and it, it just it did not i don't know there was a lot of things like that and uh like i i got it i mean i think like three days after it was released and 
um, upgraded my weapons like once or twice and then looked at like the third upgrade and went like, this is, this is going to take forever. Like this, this is just too much, like things that you need to get to upgrade. And, uh, I, I went and, you know, I was at work and I noticed that like, oh, Hey, there was an update. Like I saw their Twitter that they're updated. And one of the things was like, oh, Hey, we've made it. So the weapons don't need as much, you know, stuff for updating. And uh, I'm like, oh, that's that's great. That that'll actually really help. And so I played it that night, and it was like, instead of six thousand coins, it's now only going to cost five thousand coins. I'm oh, like, oh, so different. Oh, cool. That's helpful. You know, instead of thirty of these, it's only going to take twenty five. And I'm like, well. And it just like it was like kiss kept adding up and adding up and finally I like I'm like I don't think I'm having fun playing this, um and it like this says it's a 15 hour game I've I've put 15 hours into this, and I don't think I'm near the end and I don't want to put like another 15 in so I gave up on it. And I think um, sometimes you know, that's just like that's good for you. Uh huh. Yeah. Which brings me to Chris Tales, another Game Pass game, which I played for. Maybe five hours before going like, yeah, no, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And that was more, it was an okay game. Like it was not, it was not like bad, but it wasn't, I wasn't having like a real great time with it. And so I played it for about an hour and a half the first night. And then the next day I, uh, you know, I was playing it and I got to a point that's like, hey, you need to, do you want to save? Because there's a big battle coming up. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I hit save, and I'm like, okay, it's saving. And I'm, I give it a second, and it's still saving, still saving. I'm like, did did this just crash? And it had. It had crashed while I was saving. And I'm like, well, crap. So I restart the game. Oh, no. While you were and, saving? While I'm saving. Oh. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, okay, where's this starting me? And I'm like, oh, this is starting me at almost the beginning. And because of the, because it's like, you know, like we took like an old school RPG and, you know, made it like new, it has save points. Um, and just because of where the story was in that game, it wasn't that I missed save points or that I could have saved sooner. It was that like, I was in town, you can't save in that town. And so like, uh, the, the, I was at the next save point. And so when it crashed, I just had to go back to, like, you know, when they were explaining, essentially, like, this is a save point. So, like, that wow. pissed me off. But, like, because I had already done that, I'm like, okay, I lost, like, an hour. But, like, I can just go through that. It took me, like, maybe 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, you know. Played. And, again, I was kind of like, am I having fun? I'm not sure I'm having fun. Um, and then got to another, like, save point, probably, like, five hours in. And the exact same thing happened. Sure. And, like, that one I only, like, lost, like, maybe 15 minutes of playtime. But it was still, like, it got me thinking. I'm like, is this going to happen a lot? Like, I mean, you know, I saved probably 10 yeah. times in between those. But, like, to have maybe out of 15 saves, two of them just crash on me, you know, what's to say that the next one isn't going to be another hour? Um, and, like I said, I, I'm like, I'm not having a ton of fun with this, so... I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna play this. Yeah. And so I gave up on Chris Tales. That sucks. Um, but I played Nuclear Throne, which is I think one of the games we will be talking about in cheap free games like yep. Game Pass. Absolutely. Um, it is very fun. It it reminds me kind of of Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. Um, like that kind of game. Um, just you know, like bullet hell, you know, twin stick shooter, uh, roguelike kind of thing. 
Um, I will, there's no way I'm going to beat it. I, you know, I've made it like three levels in and that's about the best I can do, <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. Um, if you like, like enter the gungeon kind of thing, it's a hundred percent a game that you should play. Uh, then I also started Homefront the Revolution, which I bought probably six months ago on like a sale where I got it for like five bucks and I had no idea what to expect from it. And it is really fun. Um, it's the second game in the series, and I thought I'd played the first game, but I was actually thinking of Frontline Fuel of War, which is a 360 <laughs> game, which it is not the sequel to. It is the sequel to Homefront, um, uh, which I did not play. But it's basically like the North Koreans had reunified with the South Koreans, and you know, in like an alternate universe, like sure. essentially some stuff goes wrong with us and our country goes to hell. And so the North Koreans are like, Hey, we can help you. And so they come in and basically like, Hey, we can take over. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you're living in kind of like, uh, essentially like, I don't know what our army does and we get tired of it. And so you've got to fight like the, you know, you, you become part of the resistant fighters, um, who are taking out the North Koreans, and it's really good. Like it feels very much like a well, kind of like a Far Cry game, but mixed with I don't know what did I? I think I described it to you as Far Cry mixed with something, and I can't something, remember. The yeah, second. it's been too long. I don't remember though. It, it's it's a very good game. Um, feels real good. You know, a lot of like kind of like you know, there's a lot of like weird sneaking. But not, like, uh, sneaking's a wrong word. There's a lot of it where you, like, you don't have a gun out. You've just got to, like, find ways to get to buildings because at the first of the area, you don't have, like, you haven't built up the, you know, support. So, yeah. you know, like, you don't ha you have places where you can hide as much. So you have to go find, like, you know, the thing to, like, build support of the people so that you can hide easier and... You know, kind of thing. It's it's a very interesting game that, that cool. I heard absolutely nothing about. Um, came out a couple years ago. I have not heard anything about it, and it's really good. That's awesome. Um, and then finally, finally, uh, finally, finally, I played Golf Club Wasteland. I can't wait to play this game, which is a golf game, kind of in the same way that like it uses very much similar like. Angry Bird physics. Sure. You just kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you kind of angle your stick and you're shooting over things. But it's set in a world where you were the first man to go to Mars on a very obviously, like, um, Elon Musk sent, you know, mission to <laughs> Mars. And it's, you know, like this thing where it was like, oh, it's going to be this great thing. And it's going to turn out eventually how if he ever gets people to mars where it's like oh yeah you're you're the worker bees on mars while all the rich people stay on earth um and so you go to mars and then earth becomes like a a rich person golf course um and like things start like things have gone horribly wrong on earth but you make it back um and you're basically playing through 35 levels of golf and it's got kind of a story going through it because you're reading like your diary. Yeah. If you get under par on each thing, you get like a diary page and it kind of explains a little bit about the area. But also it has a really cool thing where you're listening to, I can't remember what it's called. It's essentially like Wasteland Radio. Nice. Um, which is people telling their stories and songs about like essentially the old earth and like 
Mars and kind of where everything went wrong. Um, it's very interesting in how it's done because I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's just like a fun golf game. And then like, I got done with it, I'm like, I don't think I was expecting like a weird anti-capitalist golf game set on like the apocalypse, you know, like earth thing that basically was just like, I don't know. This is what's going to happen if we listen to the technocrats who want to send us to Mars. Like it doesn't end. It doesn't end great for everyone except That's for super them. Funny. Um, it's a very good game. It also has a very interesting feature in that, like I, I was I was listening to the music and I'm like I really like some of this music. It's kind of like cool and I'm like I wonder if you can get this soundtrack and the soundtrack's not available. But then I was reading soundtrack's available if you beat the game. If you beat the game, uh, there you unlock like a. a story like a thing that tells the entire story it does sure. like a, a a kind of better version of it so it's more like if you were just kind of going through and playing the golf thing you can just go through like a 55 slideshow that tells like the actual like before story um and at the end there's just a a qr code and you scan it and it's like hey you can download the soundtrack now hey that's and, super cool and i'm like that's really cool like i kind of wish more games did that yeah that's uh, way cool but uh, those are all the games I played the last uh, three weeks. <laughs> You're all done now, Colby. <laughs> all right. Dylan and I did not play any games. That's okay. We're still good people, Dylan, you and I. That's what I say. Uh, it's okay, though. So I want to thank our patrons, the fine folks who held on for like half a month while we didn't make any episodes. I'm so sorry. We would have done it sooner, but it, I didn't get my stuff. Like, it took... I mean, I got here September... Six and I got my furniture two days ago on September fifteenth. So like there was I did I did not have a microphone or I had a laptop I guess but there was there was no way for me to record audio. So that you know it, it happens. I'm sorry. We're back though. Big shout out to I, our patrons, Colby. I used to listen to a podcast where one of the people was um, just recording on their like uh, phone via the recorder app. It, how did that? So I, did it that... actually didn't. It worked out fairly well. Yeah. Um, it was not bad. So I'm just saying that's an excuse. Cliff. I uh, I recorded so for my Christmas podcast one time. I recorded using Bluetooth headphones, and that was a really bad idea. I think actually recording using the voice recorder would have been better. Like the Bluetooth <laughs> headphones were not a good idea. But what do you do? Uh, big shout out to our patrons, John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. Thank you for continuing to support us while we were gone for half the month of September. Uh, if you would like to be a patron and join in the illustrious ranks of the people who support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. That's all I'm going to say, though, because like, you know, we don't need to push it too hard after not recording a podcast for a while. But thank you <laughs> very much. Uh, Extra Life is coming up. Um, I still do not have a firm date. I need to talk to uh, to Hans and a couple other people that help me kind of keep this thing running. But I would expect that we will probably do Extra Life either in October or early November. So there's like a month and a half until Extra Life. So y'all, uh, if you want to join our team, you need to go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. If you'd like to support our team, you can go to that same URL. And uh, hopefully we'll have more news about Extra Life um, soon. I would say next episode, but next episodes are 250. Like that's a that's a big that's a quarter of a thousand. So you know that next week might be special. I don't know if we'll talk about Extra Life. We'll that see. Is the worst way to say a I don't quarter, know quarter of a thousand. This is our one quarter thousand episode. <laughs> It's how Happy you, one quarter thousand. It's like how you can say like that's eh, a quarter to uh, quarter to five, but you can't say like I don't know it's twenty two to five. Like it just doesn't, it's like just doesn't work. My kid asked me, she's millennium. like, "What time is it?" 
And I'm like, five to seven? She's like, what? I'm like, it's five to seven? She's like, what? And I'm like, it's five to seven. That doesn't even make sense. I'm like, yes, it does. It's five. Oh, wait, no, you don't understand. I'm, I'm like, it's five, it's five minutes to seven. It's 6.55. It's 6.55. That's what matters. All right, let's talk about some video games. Um, I got a bunch of Switch news, like I said, and uh, kind of leading off Switch switch stuff is after i don't know it's what switch has been out for three years now i want to say um apparently they just finally yeah it's it's been a while i was gonna say they flipped a switch but that's probably not not the right terminology they they made a change in some form of programming that uh enabled i don't know they that enabled uh bluetooth on on your switch so you can finally like plug in your ear pods and listen to music from them uh coming out of your switch are you telling me they couldn't have done this? Oh, no, no, Colby. What I'm telling you is they absolutely they could, have, could done have done it. And that's why you can do it now. But, I mean, was it really? Did did the, like, squid thing just not sell? And they're like, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. So I, I don't mean to confuse you here, Colby. This I isn't said, a headset. I said you could listen to music. You didn't hear me say you could talk to your friends. <laughs> so you could... How does it work? So if you you're playing game a video audio game and you are listening to the soundtrack, you can listen to it on your headphones. There is no connecting to talk to other people. And um, in Nintendo's defense, there's a very good reason. Um, the uh, like the delay that is part of Bluetooth yeah. makes talking over Bluetooth um, on a game type device where you're syncing to all sorts of things just not work. Like the when you're when you're using your Xbox controller and you're talking, it's not using Bluetooth. It's using like the built-in magical Xbox yeah. radio functionality. But that's way lower, yeah, way lower latency. I I literally don't care about that because I never play with people anyway. No, people suck. But why not release this? I mean, I don't know, 3 years ago. 3 years ago? ago? Yeah, I I the only assumptions that I have, none of them are favorable to Nintendo. Like it, they all are. They could have done it all along, and they didn't because they wanted to sell something, or because they thought it would be really hard to make the argument. Oh no, you can listen to audio, but you can't talk on it. You know, we've got this Squid adapter. You're gonna love it. It's an app on your phone. Um, like none of none of my assumptions are favorable. But good news is, if you go dig your switch out. You can update to the latest firmware and you'll be able to, to listen to it. Which, I mean, I don't want to say it's a huge deal, but, like, one of the reasons that I, I don't sometimes play my Switch is because I want to be able to listen to music, but I'm not somewhere where... Like, I, I like listening to the audio of the games I'm playing, um, be it voice, be it music, be it whatever. And there are definitely times where I have not played a Switch game because I wanted to be able to hear what was going on so you know well that's a big deal for on the go stuff too yeah because you, the bus. like if you're on if you're somewhere loud playing you're not i just turn it down anyway because it's like it's just it, like you can't even hear what it yeah. is or, or playing in bed at night or something where you just want can, can i also air my grievance real quick yeah i think this could be a grievance no podcast like, I, I, I don't know if they even exist anymore, but, like, no game should have... Uh, there was a Zelda game where you had to blow into the microphone. <laughs> I forgot about like that. Like a flute. 
no game should have that because you know what you can't do while riding a train to work? That. Because you look crazy. <laughs> I mean, you blowing could, on your game. Colby. Well, and it also, with so much ambient noise, yeah. it actually didn't work very well. But again, you also are like... <laughs> no, I don't know what I don't. I'm just sitting here blowing into my 3ds. What are you looking at? I <laughs> uh, love it, love it. That being said, I was on a train at least twice when someone was clipping their nails, so maybe I shouldn't. Worry I have about also been crazy. on a. That's just disgusting. Why would you do that? I don't know. I like. I, I'm. I, I, so tell me, like, are, I, I believe that if you're on an airplane or a train or any form of public transportation, you should never take off your shoes. Like, shoes stay on, right? Hundred percent. If if you're on a plane and you need to, like, you know, just wear real comfortable shoes. Right. Get some Crocs. Are, are you an outlier here, Dylan? Do you take your shoes off when you fly? Um, I mean, Dylan. I would. I would add an asterisk to that if you're wearing like, like, are you wearing sandals? Oh yeah, yeah. You're wearing flip flops. Right. Whatever, so it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm not untying my shoes. No. There was a I guy. Know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe on a long flight, maybe you do. I don't. But I mean, like. Feet smell, man. Like definitely not on the. My, I if mean, I'm mine don't. Boxer but... briefs. Can I take my pants off? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, there was a a guy on a flight I was on. I don't remember where it was. A couple years ago, who was wearing like rubber, like like knee high, like boots that you might like muck something in. <laughs> I got out of the fight wearing those, and I'm like, well, that's super damn weird. And then he sat down and took them off, and I'm like, that's even weirder. Dude had the gnarliest feet I'd ever seen. It was it was, it was, was not good. No socks, just, like, shoes in rubber boots. Like, that's that's not right. That's what I'm saying. It's not right. So It isn't. It's whatever. not right. It, it happens. Um, next up, if you uh, if you had looked to Europe, do you, do you often look to European pricing and go, aha, I'm sure European pricing will greatly affect the price of things in North America. If you uh, 100%. If you'd looked at that and seen that uh, the switch dropped from 299 euros to 259 euros and thought, haha, perhaps the switch in North America will also drop that. Like, I'd like to you to consider something. One is, do you remember this summer when you couldn't buy a Switch to save your damn life? I do. Those are not the circumstances where Nintendo's like, man, if only we could make this thing cheaper in order to try and yeah. sell more of those things. I, I don't know if they were, like, easier to find in Europe. I don't know if they, they can't sell these things in Europe. I don't know what the problem is in Europe. But apparently Nintendo has absolutely no plans to uh, to drop the price in the United States. So, like, don't don't get your hopes up. I wonder if how Nintendo does in the market in Europe. Because I know that, like, a long time ago that, like... Nintendo didn't really corner that market. Yeah, at all. More yeah. of a Genesis, I want to say, market. Yeah, I think so. In at least in like the UK, I'd be interested to see if maybe like they just don't sell very well in Europe. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Um, apparently, that that price drop is on the the non OLED model too, because the OLED model is going to be three fifty, right? So I don't. Maybe maybe it's that there are a ton available in Europe right now, and they want to try and blow them out before the OLED yeah. one launches. So I do not know, but don't well, don't. I mean, like, I, well, they probably would have mentioned if there's like some sort of wacky law in Europe, yeah, that you can't sell, you know, because I know that there are like consumer laws in you know countries that have consumer protection, you know, kind of thing. Whoa, whoa, none it, of that. Yeah, I know, I know, crazy, but it could just be something along those lines that you can't sell. Uh, you know, 
a lesser system at the same price as yeah, the newer system, be. and so they want to blow through that or they something. Could be. I uh, when I worked for Volkswagen, I worked for Volkswagen for a number of years. Do you remember when the Beetle came out? Beetle came out in nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven, I think. Um, and it was called the New Beetle. And they could only call it the New Beetle for seven years, I think, without doing some form of redesign, because otherwise it was no longer new. That, like, new yeah. was not considered to be, like, part of the name. It was, like, New Beetle. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so, I don't know how much you have to redesign it, but I own three of them, and they were all subtly different. So, maybe that's the uh, the secret. So. so, so breaking news. Oh, I love breaking and, news. And it's Switch-related. Uh, uh, let's see. Gamingbible.co.uk is that sounds saying, reputable. Is saying <laughs> it was a suggested thing on Facebook. So um, sure, it uh, is saying that uh, Nintendo sixty four games are coming to the Switch now. Uh, if Switch Online, if Colby had been paying but, attention to the next item in our. <laughs> Oh, cool. In our show notes, it would be, hey, here's why folks think the Nintendo might be coming, might be bringing the Nintendo 64 to Switch. So, I, are they can conf- always pay? Oh yeah, I guess it does say that in the uh, URL. See, I was <laughs> only paying attention to the uh, the the headline clip. You had 20 minutes in between, between the time I finished the show notes and in between we started this podcast to review all of them. You chose not to, Colby. That's did, what I'm did, saying. Did you not just hear that I was that it was suggested to me on Facebook, which implies that I am scrolling. <laughs> through Facebook cliff. Nothing wrong with that call. Anyway, as Colby so I, I don't even know what that was. Um, it was a segue. Yeah, I that think. was a segue. So yeah. uh as you know, there is what is it? Nintendo Switch Online? Is that what their online service is called? Knows. It's so dumb and I hate it. I buy it because otherwise I can't do a lot of things. But I you know it's like twenty bucks a year. I don't it's even fine. buy it. There, there was something I needed to do. There was some game Carter played. I think I, I, maybe it was that in order to upload game like things to Super Mario Maker Online, you had to have Switch yep, Online. Yep. I don't know. It, whatever. It's it's cheap enough. I think it's thirty five dollars a year, so it's not like extravagant. It's fine. See, I thought it was like twenty bucks. A, oh, you're getting the family. Yeah, plan. I get the family plan. I guess yeah. so. Whatever. It's it's fine. I don't even really notice it when it ching. You know, when it comes through. So, um. Anyway, there's big, you know, I think we've seen with the the SNES and NES games that they uh, have been giving away. They're they're dragging what's below the bottom of a barrel? Is that like when you flip it over and there's just like worms and centipedes and stuff down there? Uh I I think it's more like if you stirred it and some fell out the side and dribbled down and then hardened yeah and you chipped it away that was kind of it's real weird we're getting anyway every once in a while they're like hey here's the games that are coming out for for the Nintendo switch online i'm like i've i played video games during this time i've never heard any of these things are are they are these like some sort of weird rom you downloaded off the internet because i've I've never heard of this anyway uh, i guess maybe in order to like give us some more options. There's big rumors that they're going to start bringing Game Boy and Game Boy Color games to Nintendo Switch Online, which would be cool. There's a lot of cool games in that, uh, you know, that kind of time period of Nintendo. So that is one rumor that's coming out. And and whether or not that's true, who knows? But as Colby also... um, Pre-revealed? You're welcome. Is that foreshadowing? I'm not sure it's foreshadowing if you just come out and say it. Um, anyway, there's also a big rumor that Nintendo 64 games could actually be coming to Switch, which I think is actually the perfect place for them because I am never going to go buy a Nintendo 64 game, but I'd kind of like to screw around with them a little bit. Like, that'd be all right. So here's my question. 
how do those work? Because the Nintendo 64, if you recall, had the worst controller ever built um, because it did not have dual thumbsticks. And so if you needed something that was more trident shape, maybe you would have noticed that Nintendo had just filed some sort of quote-unquote game controller-related application with the FCC. So the, the guess would be is that you will have to I'm sure purchase a, a third party or first party, most likely controller to play those games. So if, if you want to do it, you're going to have to buy that controller that they just uh, filed with FCC stuff with. So that, that's kind of why this came around is that they've, they've made this filing because, because as an electronic, you have to file with the FCC to talk yeah. about, you know, I don't know. I think every, have you ever, you know, they don't have that, that sticker on the back that says like this machine, you know, this thing must accept any interference that, you know, comes into it. And also, or, you know, and also, you know, can give off interference. Are there any that don't? Is that like what, is that why you can't use them in a hospital? I was hoping that you had something like there's a sticker on the back that says like this machine kills fascists. No, just like a trident. (laughs) That's how. That's what uh, what's his name's uh, the guitar player from Rage. That's what his Nintendo 64 controller says. Yeah, okay. One he has he's got one that you know is arm the homeless Nintendo 64 controller, and the other one this this (laughs) this Nintendo 64 controller kills fascists. Mine just said I killed the guy with a trident. Uh, You saw. All right, I think that is all our Nintendo news, unless Colby sees something else on Facebook while he's not paying attention to our podcast. It's hard to say. Hard to say. All right, Nintendo is done. PlayStation 5. So uh, they're they're launching a new PlayStation 5, and it's going to have... Um, essentially, the only real difference is that it has a slightly different... Uh, cooling system. People were super worried that you know, it has a, a smaller heat sink essentially on the processor. People were worried that it was going to, you know, overheat. They were worried that it was going to run slower. Um, they were worried about all sorts of things because that's what people with games and the internet do is they just worry and then bitch about it online, I think, is is how the internet works. Um, Don't forget and, to be racist. Ooh, not all the time, but sometimes it's super nice if you're racist. <sighs> So I don't. I didn't put this in the podcast notes, but did you read that article today that they posted? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! I can't. It's uh, it's the t- people who do Yahtzee. What's the name of that website? Oh yeah, I can't think of what it is. I I can't either. It's on our Facebook page. You should go check out our Facebook page. And this guy and like I swear I've never read an article that I was not sure if it was satire or not. I don't think it I was. don't think it was either, but he's essentially talking about his kid. His kid's like eight or ten, and he's like, I hate how my kid games because he doesn't like the challenge of video games. Like, he just wants to screw around in Roblox all day. Like, that's not gaming. And I'm like, wow. Huh. You, your, your kid's going to need therapy? Like, maybe you should start saving for you. therapy. Yeah, your, your, kid, your kid's going to grow up and think you are the worst dad. Someday your it's kid gonna be- is going to be 20. He's going to, like, find that article because a college buddy of his is going to show it to him and he's never going to speak to you again. No, what will happen is the guy in, you know, like, four years will be writing an article of, like, I don't understand why my kid doesn't want to play video games with me. <laughs> anyway, that's a small aside. Go look on our Facebook page for that. Uh, but anyway, the good news is Digital Foundry got a hold of one of these new PlayStations. Um, like, folks are worried that they're going to have to, like, go into the store and check serial numbers to make sure they're getting the, the old one versus the new one. Apparently, there's no difference. There's no difference. It's not faster. It's not slower. It doesn't run any hotter. It's just fine. I think a lot of times system manufacturers... I, so, if you're old, I guess not super old, but, like, a little bit old, you remember the Red Ring of Death on the Xbox 360s? And the reason that happened is because they didn't have 
enough cooling. Essentially, they got hot, things melted, and it all went to hell. Um, and so I think a lot of companies are a little gun shy. And my guess is the PS5 went big with their heatsink initially, or or perhaps even used a bigger heatsink because that's what it was available during the pandemic. And now they just don't need it, so they're they're you know going a little bit smaller. But everything's fine. Like don't worry about it. If you were if you're holding off buying a PlayStation Five, I mean, is anyone holding off buying a PlayStation Five at this point? Say... You just buy it when you find it, right? Um, don't worry about that. It'll be fine. So you'll you'll be good to go. All right. Um, Marty O'Donnell. Marty O'Donnell's an interesting guy, right? So he uh, did a lot of work for Halo. Like uh, most of the original music for Halo he did. I believe he did most of the music for Destiny. And then like Activision came in and kind of like started um, putting in their own composers. And there was this big brouhaha um, about, you know... All sorts of stuff. There's lawsuits, crazy. Dylan and I have met Marty O'Donnell. He seems like a far more interesting guy in person than he does on the internet where he seems like kind of an asshole. Um, also, in addition to doing all of the composing for um, Destiny and Halo, he also wrote the um, Flintstones vitamin jingle. <laughs> 10 million strong. 10 and million strong and growing. Yeah, so the guy who did Halo also also did that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, it, it was an interesting guy. Dylan and I went to this like weird media conference one time in Seattle that was actually a, a very large waste of money for our employer. But uh, we got to we got to like hang out with Marty O'Donnell for a little while and Macklemore. No, not Macklemore. The guy who did the bridge for thrift shop. <laughs> Macklemore was not there, but the guy who uh, did the pop some tags part. No, 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 no. The oh, what's the is it? Yeah, it is the pop yeah. some tags part. Yeah, right. Because so. Macklemore yeah. is in that part. He was there, and he introduced himself as the guy who did the <laughs> thing. I'm like, when you got one claim to fame, man, you run with it. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, last year he got a hold of a bunch of like stuff from uh from his composition. So like part of the lawsuit was that he got a hold of a lot of these old things and he, he kind of ran across them and he's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to release these on the internet on Bandcamp for free. And then Activision said like, Hey, that's a violation of our agreement. You owe us a hundred thousand dollars now. And, uh, he lost. And so now he has to pay a hundred thousand dollars in fine for releasing music that he did not have the rights to. <laughs> so whoopsie doodles i don't know i don't know what what was your end game i i like that's that's my only question it's like what what was your plan here he i think the problem is is i think he got kind of butthurt by being pushed out of bungie and so his kind of end goal is really just to do anything he can to kind of be disruptive in that space to some degree um, and, and not maybe purposefully or maliciously, but he's just like, I think he wants people to listen to that. I mean, to be frank, the dude has, as far as I know, like released a game since he left Destiny years ago. It was like a VR title called Gollum that nobody played. So I, I think that to some degree, like he just, he wants to keep his fame up a little bit. And if he can do that by like stealth releasing weird stuff on the internet, maybe, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the dude. I don't, I don't, I can't speak to his motivations, but uh, like, why would you do something that stupid? Like that's a lot of money to, it's a lot of stupid, It's a lot of stupid. So I don't know. 
I think saying a lot of stupid though is a good segue into the continuing saga of the Activision Blizzard <laughs> lawsuit. Um, I'm going to assume you're up to speed on this because we've had to talk about it every week for like two months now. I don't know. Um, anyway, the employees of Activision Blizzard have... They haven't formed a union, but they've formed an alliance. They call it the ABK Workers Alliance. And they're being supported by the Communication Workers of America Guild, which is an actual, like, you know, an actual union guild. Um, and they've, they've fired a, a, a lawsuit against, uh, against Activision with the National Labor Relationship Board, alleging that uh, the company is actively union-busting and intimidating workers, um, which is real illegal um and something that activision is actively denying that they're doing um they said that they are using coercive tactics uh, that's not how you pronounce that word coercive tactics to attempt to prevent its employees from exercising their rights to stand together and demand a more equitable sustainable and diverse workplace it's their right as workers to organize for work environment free from abuse discrimination and sexual harassment and this right is protected by federal labor law they allege that uh, they have uh, threatened employees, told them they cannot ex- uh, discuss wages, hours, or working conditions. They've maintained an overly broad social media policy and then both engaged in surveillance and enforced its policy against employees who engaged in protected, concerted activities. So, um, essentially, they're just acting like a t- giant, terrible corporation, which it's kind of hard to... When you love a company and you love the thing that company makes, it's it's hard to remember sometimes that they are a giant faceless corporation that would you know I, I was reading an article earlier unrelated to this and uh, a, a boss asked one of his employees he's like yeah, you just don't seem super loyal to us and I don't understand why he says because if I thought that you thought you could make more money by selling my organs than you would by having me work for you I think you would and I'm pretty sure that that's the point we're at with uh, Activision Blizzard is they would actively harvest organs from their employers <laughs> employees if they thought that they could turn a bigger profit than making video games it's not it's not great Sounds about right. it's not great at all um it's 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 a very familiar playbook though and it's it's terrible and i I would remind you too that uh it is federally protected that you can always discuss your your salary with your coworkers, and it's not a bad thing to do um it it only can lead to more equity among uh you and the people that you work with so that is something that they absolutely cannot fire you for and if they tell you different they are lying but they'll lie to you over and over and over and over again. Anyway, Activism Blizzard, still a shithole after all of these ongoing weeks. It's all good. Uh, finally, some good news. We're going to wrap up. Uh, Windows 10, uh, the Xbox app, now lets you stream console games from both your consoles. So you can both stream local play. So you can actually connect your console and it'll stream it directly to your PC. You can do it that way. And uh, you can also do it via xCloud. It, it is official. It's been in kind of that pre... I don't remember what they call those folks, the uh, the folks that have early access to things on Xbox, but it's been hanging around there for a while. Finally, uh, like three or four days ago, updated so anyone can do it. So if you've tried it in the past and you've had to do it through a browser, it might work better via the app. Give it a go. Um, still still a pretty cool way to play, play video games. My kid, like I said, I have not found my Xbox yet, but my kid actually loaded up xCloud on my wife's Mac the other day and was able to play video games, which is like, that's... I, I, that may be the weirdest thing I've ever said. <laughs> yeah, I could play Xbox games on my Mac. And it worked great. Um, he played for a couple hours and it was fine. So, something to try out. All right. Are you guys ready to answer questions that two of us have already answered before? I am. All right. Dylan, help me out. Hey, yo, Vinny. 
It's time for your question. Vinny, it is time for a question that you asked at some... Let's hope this is still relevant. What game do you think would benefit most from coming to a service like Xbox Game Pass or PlayStation Now? So if you could pick one game, or not, not, not maybe even an existing game, but a, a theoretical game, what kind of game do you think would benefit most from coming to one of those online uh distribution services that allow people to play them for free via subscription. That was the longest way to say that possible. What do you think, Dylan? <laughs> do, you have, do you have any ideas? Um, Colby and I probably have ideas because we've answered in this past, so we'll let you go first. If you have one. If you don't, then we'll go again. Mm-hmm. It's okay, Dylan. I'm trying, to think about, it's, I'm trying to think in my head what is and isn't like... I think a lot of games kind of fall into that a little bit now. So yeah. I'm trying to think of something that's outside of that. Outside outside of the yeah. box, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I maybe I'd like to see maybe more like I don't know, more RPGE games. Yeah. Kind of you don't fall see into a lot that. of those. You don't see a lot of the um, like big heavy role playing games fall. I it's agree. Like I I wonder if a game with the scope of play Pillars of Eternity two on it. <laughs> exactly. Right, like a Imagine a game with the scope of The Witcher, which yeah, I, was on Game Pass. I need I need to continue playing, but maybe if the content wasn't just dumped at once. Oh, that's an interesting um, idea. Right. So, so I mean, like the Life is Strange version of a role playing game. Yeah. So it, maybe yeah, it's it's split up a little differently because I know you, like I haven't finished it, but I know like people have dumped. 150 hours or more and then there's the people speak pretty highly of the the wine and blood expansion i think is what it's called yeah, it is. which also is a substantial piece of content but now imagine if that was in, implemented in some clever way maybe it's not as simple as just like breaking it up but i don't know maybe there is a, a way to like prolong the life of those games and maybe the individual parts would be tighter and better if they weren't just all dumped at one time and relieve the stress of putting it all out at one time. Cyberpunk 2077 being an example of maybe it's like, it was such a, a large idea and, and like dream to have this game be realized in such a specific way that I think it was just too big of a, a goal and, like I enjoyed the game, but maybe, maybe had it had a different implementation to how it was released over time. I um, Final Fantasy VII remake maybe being a bad example, <laughs> but um, I, but but I think like uh, uh, Divinity Original Sin Two is a perfect example of that. Like I think that's actually that's actually a really really smart answer. I like that a lot. Where uh, Divinity is a hundred hour game and that is too damn long. But if I could play right. that game in like fifteen hour chunks over two years that get released every quarter or something, that'd be phenomenal. Right. I love that idea. Would you though? Because like here's the thing with RPGs. Like I am very. Have you ever like? played an RPG and then gone back to it like two months later and went like, well, what the absolute hell am I doing? I think that I would want to see it more done kind of like, um, like they do kind of like the more premiere Netflix stuff these days where it's not 24 episodes in a season. It's like six, but they come out relatively often. 
Um, and maybe re- like the stories would have to be discreet. I don't think the, the world would be as open. It would be a little more linear, um, which is something I kind of want in those games anyway. But a, a more linear game that had a really good like 10 or 15 hour arc. And then at the start of the next one, you get yeah. a good recap of just what you did. And then you can play yeah. on to the next one. I think that's a really interesting idea. Well, that was, I was just about to answer that question before you asked it was... I definitely envision this in a game like The Witcher as opposed to maybe Divinity where you Divinity you can be whatever you want to be name yourself whatever you yeah, want yeah, yeah. kind of you have all these different paths you can go to Witcher you're playing Geralt that's true therefore you can although there there are some choices you make by the end of act one you can probably button it up to a nice conclusion with a nice cliffhanger yeah. for act two, right? So, and maybe there are side quests that you can do at any time through any of the acts on location, but there's a nice arc that can exist for 10 to 12 hours. You can go, <sighs> you can step away, you can come back, and that was resolved, but there is an, an overarching plot just like a television show. I think that's a really um, interesting idea. I really, really like that. I think that's cool. Dylan, you're smart. You should be a video game ma- maker person. <laughs> Quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's make a game. Done. A, a giant game. A giant episodic <laughs> game that's going to stretch over years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that could work. I think that's a really, I, I just think that's a really clever answer. I like that a lot. Um, I think Colby and I, when we answered this before, we talked a lot about um, uh, like m- big multiplayer games um, that need an audience, I think, do really well on Game Pass. Um smaller indie games yeah, and, that might find a bigger audience. And I would love to see, and I mean, we already see a lot of smaller indie games coming to Game Pass, yeah. but I would love to see more. Um, I think my favorite, like, I don't want to say genre of uh, of of games coming to Game Pass right now, though. Um, actually, we're going to talk about this later, though. Is like Subnautica Deep Zero is one of the perfect examples of that game. A game that comes out not on Game Pass. Like, I think Day and Date is great, um, and I love Day and Date, but I think that there's something really smart to be said for a game that launches, and then people buy it, and then three or four months later, they say, oh, let's do this in Game Pass and get some Xbox money. Like, it's super smart. Breath Edge was the same way. And, like, I think the thing is, is, like, I mean, I knew Subnautica was going to come to Game Pass, like, the uh, the first one did. There's probably, like, no chance that the second one isn't, but I just really wanted to play it, so I'm going to buy it. I don't feel bad that, like, you know, it's now on Game Pass, and if I had waited a couple months, because I had fun playing it, and it was only, like, if it, like, I feel worse when those games are, like, 60 bucks. Um, But, like, $20 games that I bought, and I don't care. Like, you know, I... I'm fine either yeah, way. I think that and like games that release on Steam on PC and are out on PC for like a year or two and then when they come to console come to Game Pass I think are great too because they've got some history people know what they're going to get and then you just you know get them right there on Game Pass I, I don't know I'm I'm such a booster of Game Pass it, it, it's it's just so phenomenal it's so weird to me like I said I haven't been able to play games now for like three weeks and it's so weird to me that I'm going to turn on my Xbox and there's going to be like 20 new games to play. <laughs> like, it's going to be impossible. 
there have been so many good games released <laughs> in like the last month. It's like, phenomenal. Last night I downloaded four games and went like, well, crap. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a wealth. I want to play all these. I tell you, like 10-year-old me would have just been incredulous to the number of games that I can play at any time now. It's just it's just crazy. So, good question, Vinny. Appreciate it, man. Um, and PlayStation Now just should get games. Like if they could just have some games, that'd, that'd be nice. Um, they need they need. I think Sony needs to focus more on the places that Xbox does really well. I don't think they need to release first party games day and date. Like I think that's a, a great service of Game Pass, but I think they need to focus more on that that indie space. I think it's the the place that PlayStation really misses out. Uh, they don't do very well at. So, uh, good friend Rich, um, who I had dinner with the other night. There was it was uh, yeah. I, I got uh, I got to see my my Florida peeps. Uh, Which one? Isn't there there two? are two. <laughs> there are two Florida riches. That is true. Uh, this is uh, Rich Deacon, who uh, is in our. Okay. I was going to say who's in our Discord, but the other Florida riches in our Discord now too. <laughs> it's a wealth of rich. There are so many riches in our Discord right now. But uh, this is. I, I don't know how to differentiate it. This is Rich who posts things to our website. He's he's a very helpful fellow who posts things to our website. And I had Mexican food with him, and it was delicious. Um, and he says, "What do you think is the best way for gamers?" to give developers feedback about their games. I just heard a podcast where the developers from Escape from Tarkov uh, wanted feedback, but he said that it's a tedious process to weed through all the trolls to get to valuable insights. Um, I... I... I'm not sure I really believe that there is an actual good way for people to give feedback to developers. (laughs) I just at them on Twitter and say like, "Hey, good game, guys!" Like, well, and if I don't like it, I keep it to myself. I think that there's a very good way to give kudos to a developer for making yep. a good game. I think that adding them on Twitter, I've uh, I have a couple times sent like personal emails to people, especially on smaller games, um, and said I enjoyed it, and that always goes over really well. I think that that's but like how do you how do you like let's even just say a, a title that they want it like it's an early access title. How do you give feedback to a developer in a way that's so meaningful? What I would do is if I you know like liked it and wanted to send like a you know hey here's what I would change I would just write them a very nice email if I didn't like it and wanted to do the same thing I would dox them and then swat their family. <laughs> they'll they'll get the They'll get the I think that that's the problem. And I, I think that the, the honest truth of it, though, is, is and I've read this every once in a while, you'll read a um, like a forum post on, you know, it, it's someone on Twitter will say, what do what do non game developers not realize about game development? And one of them almost always is, is that if you think of a system that you think would be a better system than the one we have the odds that we have already thought up that you know thought of that system and tried it and thrown it away because it didn't work are like uh, the Venn diagram of that is a circle like yeah. it's they they know what they're doing they're very very smart um well, you know i mean like, they understand the constraints of their game um and you don't yeah. 
And that's kind of like with like Kataria Fables. Like I have a lot of like, hey, here's some helpful suggestions on how I would make this game better. However, I also understand like it's a small developer. Yep. They probably don't have a ton of money to just like fix all the things that I didn't like about it. Um, some of my stuff might be kind of nitpicky, and I should probably just kind of get over it, or just stop playing it and realize I spent twenty dollars and it doesn't really right. matter if I, you know, don't absolutely love, 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 love their right. game. Um, I, you know, like I think that, like, here's the thing: if I don't like a movie. I don't like, hey, I think I should email the director or something and let them know about, like, you know, how I don't like their movie. I just, you know, go like, eh, I didn't really like it. Um, and I know that video games are slightly different, but still, I, I, I just, you know. I actually do think, though, that the, and I, I don't know exactly where it came from, but I think that people's, like, kind of entitled view that their opinion should matter um, uh-huh. Has gotten to a point now where it's just out of hand. The fact, like, I'm not saying that the new Sonic the Hedgehog was not better than the original one they did, but like the fact that people have the power to convince a movie studio that they need to reanimate the main character in their movie because they didn't like the trailer, I'm, like, I am not necessarily the biggest fan of Rose in Star Wars. However, I think she probably should have gotten more screen time in the third movie and not been cast aside because a bunch of people on the internet, you know, uh, were horrible. I, I, I think that we've gotten to a point where the amount of communication that the average person can give on something is, is too much. And, and I think that, I don't think that I think let me let me start over. I think the number of people that are vocally loud about these things are incredibly small. And that if a game developer or a movie maker or an author or whatever just went with their gut and did the thing they want to do, it's not going to be successful all the time. They're not always going to make the, the good decision. But they've got more information than anybody else about the thing they're doing. Like just just do it and and stop worrying about what people yeah. think. And you know, if if you legitimately want feedback on your your creation, then I think that the way to do that is we want to know about this very 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 specific thing. Give us feedback on this very 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 specific thing and don't give us feedback on anything else because we don't care what you have to yeah. say. Is the only way that or, you can solicit feedback and have it actually work. I would guess it. I'm thinking a system I would suggest implementing might be like an invite system yeah. where I'm going to invite you and you can invite so many people, but the moment one of you trolls, that whole chain is gone. <laughs> so it holds every single person that you recommend accountable. So the moment that someone comes in, just like your game sucks, blah, 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 this weapon's overpowered, blah, blah, blah. Like, and, 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 is suggesting stuff that just doesn't yeah. even or, that's not constructive. Yeah. It just like all those people are gone. That entire limb of the tree is gone. Um, but then the people that do invite people that are useful are generally going to invite other people that can be useful. Oh my gosh. Um, Cause I was trying to think of a way that you could do it other than you having to like interview and actually like, hire a team of people to do that because that's doesn't work that's not i don't think that's efficient um yeah because yeah you can you can create a focus group of 12 people but that's not enough people to actually get at some bigger issues or find certain things or 
test the systems or I tell you Dylan but, I've never wanted a concept more to be applied in more different ways like I, I want blockchains like that where I can just use them on Twitter I'm like I want to block this person and every friend of theirs right <laughs> you I, can. I know there, there are you blockchains can. for it but like I want to just mm-hmm. be able to do it with a button click I'm like I hate this guy mm-hmm. and looking at his friends I hate all his friends too just like yeah. I want this person to disappear for the internet for me <laughs> well I was, just, I was kind of thinking of like the story where maybe a friend recommends a friend to come work at the restaurant with him yep. and then his friend shows up and 15 minutes into his shift he quits yeah it yeah, sucks yeah, for yeah. everyone it sucks for everyone because you put you you gave the employer the word that this guy was a good guy and then he came in and was like yo this ain't for me which is fine but it's like well now that it reflects on everyone so it's like so when you when you recommend people to to be a part of this process, it's like as a as your friend who gave me this invite, I don't want to screw you over too. Yeah. So I'm going to take this seriously. So I uh, I actually did that once for a guy that I that worked for me, and he was like probably one of the worst employees I've ever had. He was just a complete slacker, and I I just terrible terrible guy and then I, like probably six months but we, he got fired like everyone got he didn't get fired he got laid off in this mass layoff everyone just got like horribly screwed and like probably three months later the sunset catalog called me up they're like hey we want to you know just do a reference check on this this dude who used to work for you i'm like oh yeah he was great you should absolutely hire him <laughs> <Right>. dude deserves <laughs> a break <laughs> and he worked there for like a couple years so he must have worked out okay maybe he worked harder it's there fine. than he did with us but i'm like whatever man yeah sure references are stupid <laughs> hire him right now just do it whatever he wants give him more money 10 percent <laughs> Oh, that's good. All right, um, Dylan. Maybe, maybe you you'll be able to answer this better than Colby and I did. I don't. I don't. We we did not do well at this question. Prime fan wants to know what character that isn't in the Mortal Kombat universe would be either the best Doom Slayer or the best Kratos. So I, I think like what what he's saying is is Scorpio Scor- Scorpio Scorpion cannot become the Doom Slayer. Right, um, it'd be too easy. I guess, like, I mean, but also, I kind of want to play Doom as Scorpion, where I can like get over here and like, you know, I think that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Or that big forearm guy. I, I think I'd just go with like Kirby. Oh my gosh, <laughs> could you imagine playing Kirby as the Doom Slayer, where he just like eats all the demons? Yeah, Dylan's had the best could, ideas this podcast. Yeah, I don't. I think I just from a, a completely aesthetic reasons I'm going with Kirby. But you can't see it's yourself. Just like this heavy metal and an yeah. L plane. <laughs> yeah, and just, I love that so much. Yeah, I think I absolutely yeah, adore that. That I don't I don't know what to say that would be better. Um, Oh, I love that, Dylan. You don't need to. We solved it. You solved it. it. All right, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one's a little out of time now. I apologize. Um, nope. Joe Coleslaw it's says, fine. how stoked are you for Psychonauts 2? He says, you may want to play one first, but it's not required. Uh, you know, they, they do a good job of recapping. So Colby apparently is not very excited for Psychonauts 2 because it was not in his big list of games he played. I... I, I was actually going to play it, but it's like one of those games that I'm not a hundred percent sure I can play it with my kid. Oh yeah, no, because um, it's there's it's, some scary parts in it. It's 
Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things I'm like, probably, but uh, maybe not. And so, like, I just never got around to it. It is definitely on my list of games to play. Um, unfortunately for it, I can fall, I can fell, and Night in the Woods are going off at the end of the month. Some of the oh, you need those. to play both those, man. Those games are both real yeah. good, real good. But I, I am hope, I am pretty excited. I've heard a lot of people say Psychonauts two may be their game of the really? year. Really? Um, yeah, it is apparently very yeah, good. I was very, very excited to play that, but it actually released after. I moved, I think, or at least after I packed my Xbox. So, yeah, a little. Yeah, bit I have not had a chance to there. do it yet, and like I said, I, I haven't found it yet. But that that's pretty high on my list. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't even remember what game I was playing last. Like it's been so long that I don't know what game I am playing right now. I may have finished the game <laughs> and not started a new one. I don't remember. It's it's been a hot minute, and I don't like it at all. So I don't know. What do you think, Dylan? Are you a Psychonauts? Uh, are you gonna give Psychonauts a try? Well, to be honest, it's one of the games that I've always meant to play and never did. So Same. I can't really be hyped for it because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it looks good. So. It looks good. I'm excited to try that. I, I don't, you know, I should have asked Joe since this question is like three weeks old now, if he played Psychonauts 2 and if he liked it. Um, <laughs> That'd be great if he was like, nah, nah it's trash. It's <laughs> super trash. All right. Finally, Princess Megan says, which real world animal or not real world animal would you like to see better utilized in video games and how would you like to see this accomplished um the first thing i will say is is this is one that already exists do you remember what the name of it it's super super best friends call what's what's the name of that game with the the anim, the giraffe oh uh adventure, adventure pals. pals i was close super best friends is, is close <laughs> adventure pals you have a giraffe and a backpack and when you jump he wings his neck around and it acts like a helicopter no no he, it's oh it's his tongue. tongue right yeah he uses his tongue as a helicopter and that's the best use of any animal in the world um in a video game so See, i think we came up with a one last time that was again topical but it was three weeks ago and it was in argentina yeah they're having a problem where a bunch of capybaras were um taking over like a rich part of town that had been developed on um, top of where they used to live at- live yeah on top of where they used to live and so we wanted to play like a far cry capybara argentina yeah. game i believe yeah where the where I, I you play as a capybara who's trying to like fight uh-huh. capitalism in argentina which i'm still uh-huh. down for did you know that the kids on tiktok call uh capybaras coconut dogs and that i really really like that description of capybaras <laughs> why coconut because their their hair's like not very soft and fluffy bristly. it's kind of bristly like a coconut so i, I like coconut dogs hmm. it's good um i honestly will play as any game like i don't care what it is if you put a capybara in a game i will play that game um i wanted to play the bel- games have none and that's what i'm saying is they're they're vastly underutilized and underrepresented in uh, video games so, the closest you get is the so cappy the- games has capybaras in their logo so and grindstone's real good you know can you pet this or can you pet the dog twitter is responsible for a lot of games like adding the ability to pet dogs so have you considered like is there a capybara in this game and trying to like get developers to put capybaras in not until this exact moment but as soon as we're done with this podcast that's a hundred percent what i'm gonna do like it worked for the petting the dog and it worked for that girl that wanted weezer to cover africa so Twitter is powerful, super powerful. Is it? Uh, but not in good ways, like mostly in terrible, yeah, horrible, say, like... site kind of ways. But, you know, whatever. What, what animal do you want in uh, video games, Dylan? 
I think yaks are underrepresented. Oh, I you know the, I did not play mini games, and I think that they're actually llamas, not yaks. But I did play the new um, mobile Alto's Adventure game. Um, <laughs> you know that it, llamas and yaks are not even they're close super to similar. Thing. I don't think they're yaks, but uh, they're actually a rat. Uh, which I mean, <laughs> well, they're both mammals. I don't know. He said uh, yaks, and I thought of llamas. To be fair, llamas and yaks are both pack animals. See, so true. Um, yeah, they're but I think that's about that's about they're both they are both fluffy. <laughs> oh. They are closer than two other animals might be. Yeah, I guess. See, so it's, it's close. I'll, de- I'll defend them. Elephants are also pack animals. Very very <laughs> similar like, to llamas. I, I know some games with uh, elephants in it. I'm uh, I'm excited. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but I'm excited about that game where you get to play as the kiwi birds that deliver mail. Um, that's actually kind Kiwi of Kiwi Delivery Service. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the name of it. Um, I think it's actually called Kiwi, like K E W E, maybe. Um, it's coming out. I think the end of this month. Actually, um, I'm kind of a fan of like weird animals that deliver mail. That's that was Yoku's Island was Express say, is like, the same thing. Yeah, it's Yoku's Island Express Lake. Like, how many games are there? It's like. What if we deliver mail? <laughs> Maybe being a mailman is like the. It's a great yeah. plot for a video game. I mean, hell, what what's the the one with uh, Norman Reedus? <laughs> it's basically <laughs> a death stranding. <laughs> yeah. All the all the mailman listening. My games. My my job is not a. It's not a game. Did you see that? Like one of the biggest games on Steam right now is a sim where you run a gas station. <laughs> I saw someone playing that the other day. Now that you say that, I know. <laughs> I think I know. Stuff? Probably. <laughs> Did it look good, Dylan? Like, like, don't leave me hanging. Well, I thought they might be playing Job Simulator, but now that you say that, I might. <laughs> I mean, they were. It's I'm... just specific. <laughs> right. So it was. It was Job Simulator, but it's. A gas station. <laughs> Super funny. Anyway, that's so, uh, I don't know. That's a thing. So I don't know. It's it's all right. Okay, let's talk about cheap free games. Um, like I said, the Xbox games of uh, Xbox Game Pass list is huge, and Colby's already played half of them, so he can like like be the peanut gallery and help help talk about this stuff. But uh, first of all, uh, Epic Games this coming week, and actually, I guess it's not really. Th- oh no 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 no! I, you know what? I did Epic Games wrong. I did I did this wrong because I'm. It's not. Uh, it's not early in the week like it normally is when when we do this and so normally i'm looking forward to the next week but this is actually already available so next week it's going to be the escapists which is a fun breaking out of prison simulator um this week it is actually let's see if i can find it real fast while i i scroll and talk here um it appears the answer is no. <laughs> I, I actually downloaded both of them. We'll, we'll come back to that. I gotta let this uh, this game this thing load real fast, and it's not it's not doing it. So that's fine. We're skipping Epic for now. There are two new games coming out. Go download both of them because they're free, and that seems like the thing that you would want to do. Um, PS Plus this month is Overcooked, All You Can Eat, um, Hitman Two, and Predator Hunting Grounds, which. Overcooked's great. I'm not really like I. I've never played the Hitman games. I hear they're great. Um, they're I, fun. Have you played Predator Hunting Grounds, Dylan? I've not. Yeah, so I don't know much about that. Um, PlayStation Now 
um, is getting Tekken 7 this month. Um, they're getting Killing Floor 2. They're getting Final Fantasy 7, but not the new one. It's the old one. So I guess that's all right. Is is it Tharsis and Speedball? It is. Are those the ones yeah, that are yeah, week? yeah. That's this month. So those they, they both look kind of interesting. They're games. They're games. Um, PS Now is also getting a game called Windbound, which I think is just like Moana Simulator, maybe? Um, looks all right. Uh, and they are getting... I, I played that. Uh, you, did you play that? I think yeah. so. I don't know. I'm going to Looks all right. They're getting Pathfinder, Kingmaker, Ghost of a Tale, and Moonlighter, a game which Colby played and beat. So Moonlighter's pretty good. Get a, get a guide for it is, is the uh, overwhelming thought. You, you don't need a guide. You just need a... Like a price list. To, yeah. Uh, price list, yeah. Uh, I think I played Windbound. This looks real fun. Yeah, familiar. it looks fun. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold is getting Warhammer Ka- oh, wait, Chaos no. Bane? What's a, what's a Chaos Bane, it's, Dylan? It is essentially Diablo, but Warhammer. Oh. So it's a action RPG. That sounds fun. It, nice. It starts off really slow. Oh. So, like, I didn't... I think by the time I was like, this should have been Diablo by now. Oh. And it wasn't. Like, it kind of kept making me go here, go over there, go over here. And it might be fun at some point because I know the reviews actually were pretty okay. Like, maybe it's not Diablo, but it might give you your fix kind of yeah. thing. But I'll grab it. It just took me a while. But I mean, if it's free, man, try it. I'm always looking for my next Diablo fix, too, to be honest. So. I'll check it out. Uh, another game called Mulaka is available the 16th through October 15th. It, it looks really good. I downloaded it. It does look today. good. Um, Zone of the Enders HD Collection is out. Uh, actually, we missed that one. That uh, that went out two days ago. So sorry on that if you were super excited about that upon hearing it is no longer available. Um, and Samurai Showdown 2 is available the 16th through the 30th. So three of the four games you can still grab off of Games with Gold. All right, we're going to talk Game Pass, and we're going to go back all the way to September 2nd because we didn't talk about a bunch of these. So this is like... The crazy thing for me is this is two weeks of Game Pass games. This is literally the 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 uh, the 16th through or the second through today, plus a couple games coming out towards the end of the month. Like there there are a huge amount of games coming out this month. It's great. Uh, first off is Craftopia, which is a crafting game. It is already out September 2nd. Um, you arrive on a small planet packed with animals. I'm uh, sorry, a small island packed with animals, resources, and infinite possibilities. What you do in this game is completely up to you. Gather resources, harvest crops, fight bosses, capturing enemies, building a lovely house, unlocking new islands, and exploring the world and more, which sounds kind of fun. Um, it looked interesting, but it's multiplayer only. Oh, I believe. interesting. Can, is it like like online or is it co-op? I don't. I don't know. I I'm looking for the game to play after we finally finish. Uh, finally finish. Um, what's that game that I've been playing? Stardew, Stardew Valley. Valley. I tell you, it's been too long, man. I haven't played games in too long. I forget the games. The games I'm playing. Uh, Final Fantasy thirteen, right? X one one one. 13 is coming to or is already out it's on console and pc uh signs of the sojourner 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 uh came out september 2nd it is a narrative card game about connecting with people which sounds awful like that's that's two things i hate in this world narrative card games and people kind of interesting I actually downloaded it. It looked kind yeah, of... Yeah, it, it actually does sound interesting. I'm, I'm being facetious. But your deck is your character, reflecting your experiences and shaping your relationships. That actually can be kind of cool. Um, Surgeon Simulator 2 is out on cloud console and PC. 
Um, I don't know. Have you played it yet, Cole? I have not. I, I've, I've never actually played Surgeon Simulator, but I've watched other people play it, and I think that might actually be the ultimate way to do it, is to watch other people play it, um, especially in They're, VR. It's, it's great to play if you have, like, three or four people and can switch yeah, around. Yeah, absolutely. I could see that as a good pass-the-controller game. Especially for, like, people who have never really played, or, like, don't really play video games. It's fun to watch them try to do it. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Crown Trick came out September 7th. This looks good. It says, Welcome to the Nightmare Realm. Guide protagonist L on a perilous journey through procedurally generated dungeons, carefully navigating unique enemies and traps that only move when L does, thanks to the Crown Trick's unique synchronous turn-based mechanic. That sounds like it might be uh, interesting or horrible. It could go absolutely yeah, one of two ways uh breath edge came out to on cloud console and pc it is inspired by retro futurism soviet soviet aesthetics and dark comedy movies breath edge breath edge is a fresh take on the survival genre that puts you in control of a simple guy called the man who's carrying his grandpa's ashes to a galactic funeral and suddenly finds himself in the middle of a universal conspiracy have you tried that call that sounds pretty good i have owned it for a couple months now um it's essentially subnautica in space i i can get behind that i think that's real good uh nuclear throne came out september 9th you already heard colby talk about that one um good. the artful escape came to console and pc september 9th a teenage guitar prodigy sets out on a psychedelic multi-dimensional journey to inspire his stage persona and confront his legacy and confront the legacy of a dead folk legend um, and then they it mention looks, a bunch of looks people good. who do voices on them. The only person I've ever heard of is Lena Hetty and Jason Schwartzman. So I don't know who those other people are. Carl Weathers? Yeah, I don't know who he is. Who is he? God, yeah, yeah, yeah. you never seen Predator? Once. That's, so you know you the know meme who with the Carl black Carl Weathers is. You know the, the meme with the black hand yeah. and the white hand? He's grasping? the black hand. Yeah, that's right, the black cool. hand. Good enough. Yeah. He's uh he's in uh, Arrested Development. You, I've seen the first you know, couple episodes of that. Got Happy Gilmore. Got a good soup. It's Happy been a Gilmore. long time since I've seen Happy Gilmore. I think I've also only seen that Action once. Jackson. No, I never saw it. Yeah. Anyway, a bunch of people in it. That could be good or bad. Like I mean, I don't think that helped twelve minutes. So mm, we'll see. Um, that sounds like an interesting idea, though. I like the idea of that game. Um, I'm very intrigued that an ID at Xbox game can have that kind of voice cast too. <laughs> he's in the Mandalorian. I, oh, oh yeah, because yeah, he plays. Um, he's in Toy Story. Oh yeah, he is. Okay, I know who he is. All right, all right. Uh, I I've heard that it's very good. I've seen quite a few people on Twitter say like that it was nice. Very good Maybe game. I'll check that out. Uh, Flynn, son of Crimson, not a great name. Cloud console and PC came out September fifteenth, so th we're almost downloaded. Yeah, we're almost yesterday. up to real time now. Uh, it's a handcrafted two D action platformer that will take players on a journey of discovery and conflict. That sounds good. Um, I am Fish came out yesterday. <laughs> That's a great name for a game uh it's a charming physics-based adventure starring four intrepid fish friends forcibly separated from their home in a pet shop fish tank that sounds real good <laughs> um skatebird came out yesterday uh cloud console bc i have been following that forever it's essentially tony hawk but you're a bird um i hear it's got a really good story though the story was written by the same guy who did um uh a air an alien airport run by dogs and um, dogs, yeah. what's that like AOL game that you really liked call 
Uh, yeah, same Shadow same Law. dude wrote those games that wrote this, so should be pretty good. Uh, Super Liminal is uh, a game that came out yesterday, Cloud Console PC. It, it says, Perception is reality. In this mind-bending first-person puzzler, you escape your own dream by tackling impossible puzzles based on perspective and optical illusions. That sounds horrible. It's, it's uh, supposed to be incredibly That's... good. It's uh, It's been on my wish list for a long time. I've almost bought it a bunch of times. You waited just long enough. All right, we're up to I today. Just, I just long enough. Uh, Origami 2. It, uh, in the Origami emerges a clan to defend their own, utilizing the shadows to avail their cause. Origami 2 takes the franchise to new levels of stealth and skill-based combat in a gripping narrative that can be experienced in solo or with friends as a co-op stealth action adventure. Um, in case you're wondering, if you ever want to play a stealth game co-op, don't play it with me. Like, that would be... That would be a mistake. Just saying. Have you, have you ever heard of Aragami before? Like I don't I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The first one came to Games with Gold like a couple oh, nice. months back. It looks it All looks right. good. Uh, Lost Worlds Beyond the Page, September twenty third. So now we're in the future. Game's coming out soon. Uh, it's an atmospheric narrative adventure that takes place in the personal diary entries belonging to a young girl named Izzy. Unfold the pages and explore the fantasy land of Astoria, a place where words hold immense powers. That sounds like a game I would like. It looks good. I had it on my wish list until recently. <laughs> no longer. Uh, Sable. It comes out September 3rd. This game looks really good. I actually played the demo of this. I, I'm very excited about this. Demo, uh, yeah. Embark on an unforgettable journey and guide Sable through her gliding, a rite of passage that will take her across stunning deserts and ancient wonders. The game's it's visually gorgeous. Um, gameplay seemed really good. It seemed like an interesting story. I'm really excited to get into that. Um, Signotica Below Zero come to Cloud Console and PC September 23rd. Ooh. Colby loved that game. Um got a, a soundtrack by Ben Prunty, one of my favorite composers, so uh, you have nothing to lose. Uh, Tainted Grail Conquest. Um, <laughs> that, that name it sounds dirty, and it's it's not. Uh, coming to PC, uh, explore the ever-changing maps, fight with... Explore the ever-changing maps. I don't like that. Fight with deadly enemies and learn what happened to the cursed island of Avalon in this unique, infinitely replayable, story-driven hybrid between a deck-building roguelike and an RPG oh, wow. game. Man. I'll take games that I am not going to play for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> that sounds rough. If if they somehow threw in Souls-like to that description, I'd be like, nope, never play oh, this. Come on. Create your own combos out of hundreds of cards and learn how to survive in a dark, unforgiving world shrouded by a mysterious, <laughs> deadly force known as weirdness. But I have to spell that for w. you. W. Y R D N yes. No, nope, yes. that game's a no. <laughs> no tainted grail for me. Uh Lemnus Gate, console and PC, September twenty eighth. Harness the abilities You can get a cream for that, you know. <laughs> tainted Grail. <laughs> yeah. Uh harness the abilities of powerful operas and mind bending four D battle. I can finally play four D chess, thank God. As you disrupt the past to change the future. It liberates you from the constraints of time to offer a relentlessly inventive multiplayer experience deeply rooted. I can't read this anymore. It's just it's all just bullshit garbage. It could be great game. I don't know. It sounds silly. Uh, Astria Ascending coming out Cloud Console BC September 30th it is a uh, you explore a vast world on the brink of chaos in a mature emotional RJRPG rendered in glorious 4K hand-drawn visuals um, I don't know 
could be all right. I'm not super JRPG-ish, but this one is mature. So I, I don't know if that just means they're all naked or they swear a lot. It could yep. go either way. Uh, Unsighted coming to console and PC September 30th. Uh, the few androids that remain are running out of anima, the energy that gives all robots comp- consciousness. It's up to you, Alma, to save your friends from becoming unsighted. Explore the vast ruins of Arcadia using every tool you can find. Time is ticking. They need you. I... Okay, yeah. Uh, I prefer when games tell me about what type of game they are as opposed to speaking to me in some sort of like Obi-Wan Kenobi, your only hope speech, but whatever. Uh, Phoenix Point console coming October 1st. We're into October. Can you believe it is almost October? Like it's like 13 days from October, right? That's too soon. Too soon. Uh, A mutating alien menace threatens the last remnants of mankind on earth ravaged by the Pandora virus. And it's up to the Phoenix project to take the planet back for humanity. I... I have this game. It's uh, one of my next up to plays on PC. Nice. Um, Turn-based strategy. It's, uh, yeah, it's the guys that made XCOM. Oh, but it's like a follow-up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've my one friend like really thinks it's pretty cool and even maybe better than XCOM. Really yeah. interesting. I just so. the the more I read game descriptions, the more I think we just need like. I don't know. They just—they all start to sound dumb. Have Have you considered thinking outside the box, Cliff, and perhaps shifting? Yeah, I mean, kind of though. Like, I think if you like, I'm sure the majority of these games are actually very, very good. And what sounds stupid in a two sentence blurb is probably just because that's you know how it works. But like, I think we could start playing. Do you remember? Do you remember back in the day there was a thing out there where you could play like. Uh, like uh meeting bingo where you know it was you know when they say paradigm you, you know you check off a thing like i think you know we yeah. can do that with these video game descriptions now we'll see who gets bingo first it's gonna be good I'll, I'll make up a card all right i think that is everything um it's pitch black in my room right now i don't know if anyone can even see me <laughs> i'm just like i'm like there's a light over me and then the reflection off my skull um is is all i am right now but uh thank you for hanging around to the end of this episode thank you for coming back after our hiatus uh, hopefully you all came back can i read yes a tweet you can that you I can saw that absolutely read a tweet colby it's uh at yucky tom says imagine writing not one but two massive epic poems so good they're studied and referenced 2700 years later and still only being the second most culturally relevant <laughs> <laughs> that's a very that's very good that's a very good tweet all right dylan help me sir oh no no it's not time yet i haven't done this in a while you are listening to bite me podcast you can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com thank you to rich for updating that for us because otherwise it would not get done i promise you that you can follow us on social media at facebook twitter and instagram.com slash bite me podcast you should go to facebook and read that post i was telling you about earlier it's awful uh, something. <laughs> I believe my my post when I posted in the Discord was this guy makes Bean Dad look like a real top notch father, and that that tells you that tells you what we're talking about here. Um, I was glad to hear that uh, Ken Jennings got to run Jeopardy for a while, even though he defended Bean Dad for for a while because they're they're like podcast buddies. I think I think Bean Dad and Ken Jennings are in a podcast together. It's weird, but 
Why not? That's it, it happens. Uh, you can uh, support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our extra life team, which I really suggest you do. We have a lot of fun by going to bite me podcast.com slash extra life. You can join our discord at uh, bite me podcast. Bot, ooh, bite me podcast.com slash discord one of our uh, our newer members uh told me today that uh one of the reasons he likes our discord his, his name's prime fan he said that the best part about our discord is you really just never know what you're going to get there it's it's kind of like I, I would say our box of our uh podcast ooh, our discord is like a box of chocolates call right you never know never what know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's delicious and caramely, and sometimes it's some sort of like fruit cream thing that you want to spit out as soon as you put it in your mouth. That's that's what our Discord's like. But it's, you know, it's fun. <sighs> that's everything. Dylan, help me, sir. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.